Welcome to Thursday, January 19th, 2023, your day with a podcast brought to you by CowboyStateDaily.com and YDOT. Call 511 or go to info to keep up on road closures, road conditions, and more. Blowing snow is going to be a problem today, especially across parts of Wyoming, but also into the plains. Behind yesterday's snow event, we're going to see the winds causing blowing and drifting snow, especially across I-80 and I-25, and it's going to be chilly. Pretty extensive snow cover across the region and Canadian air will mean that temperatures really aren't going to be able to go anywhere for a while. And those brisk winds will make for some cold wind chills. So if you're going to be traveling, you're going to have to watch out for pockets of blowing snow. Now, this isn't true everywhere, but areas like southern and southeastern Wyoming, Nebraska, parts of Colorado that got the snow here recently, that's where the biggest concerns are going to be. Now, there are two quick moving systems coming out of western Canada that'll swing and take a path across the central and southern Rockies and into the southern plains that'll keep the weather active. And there's going to be some areas getting precipitation out of these systems that haven't seen much. This is good news for those folks. We'll show you where. Pattern stays active. Short term, long term, lots going on and that trend towards colder weather continues. Satellite image today shows yesterday's storm now heading into the western areas of the Corn Belt. You can see the nice swirl of clouds right here over northeastern Kansas. The showers and thunderstorms out ahead of it. Snow, pretty good snow on the backside of it today and early this morning. While there's a little bit of a clear patch between systems right here across the central and northern Rockies. But you can see these clouds here coming out of the Great Basin. This is associated with a low right here that's going to come down and actually go just like this. And that's going to get northern New Mexico, northern Arizona, southern Colorado, and southwest Kansas with some needed precipitation. Great shot out of the Shirley Basin yesterday of sundog activity. After the snow and the clouds moved out and the sun came out and the cold temperatures, you can see the sundog here. And also, look, you see another little rainbow action going on right there. A lot of really interesting optics take place when you have very cold temperatures, a lot of snow on the ground and a recent snow, taking those small ice crystals and putting them in the air and mixing it up with the sun. Here is a very busy weather map this morning. You can see the larger storm headed into the Great Lakes. Here's that next system we just showed you on the satellite imagery and that high pressure ridge is getting more established there in the Eastern Pacific. And as we go through the next couple of days, these systems will just keep moving through about every two or three days or so. Wanted to show you the wind concerns. This is where the winds are going to be the most gusty throughout the course of the day today. So you can see the I-80 corridor, the usual problems, the higher elevations near the front range of Colorado getting into wind. So this is going to cause blowing snow, blowing snow also along sections of I-25 in southeastern Wyoming. Now this is by Friday afternoon. That is that low swinging down to south of Four Corners. And what it will do, it's not going to be a very large precipitation shield, but notice the path of the system right here is going to be this area of precipitation today swings and goes across southeast Colorado and the southwest Kansas. Boy, this area really needs precipitation as most of the storms have been going north of that I-70 corridor. The last storm, a real similar situation. So parts of southern Colorado, southwest Kansas, getting some needed moisture. And that's going to be mostly in the form of snow. So for you folks down here, it's kind of a mini little storm coming on through, but needed snowfall and precipitation coming. 
but associated with that will be some travel concerns. The next system coming behind it is going to take somewhat of a similar path. There's the system for Sunday. So the systems just kind of keep coming out of British Columbia, diving southeast, and then turning east like this. So this is going to produce some weather as it comes southeast. It'll drag in some colder temperatures. And while we don't see it as a big snow event, it'll bring some snow to some of you across the west. And we'll take a closer look at where the moisture will be with this system tomorrow. Longer term, this is by next Wednesday. The maps look real similar, don't they? These maps look very similar to what I've been showing over the last several days of the configuration of the highs in the North Atlantic, the highs in the Eastern Pacific, and the door opens to keep the cold air pumping south out of Canada. And this is going to spread the cold into other parts of the United States, all the way down into the Southern Plains and the Gulf Coast, through the Great Lakes Midwest, and eventually New England and the Northeast. So there's going to be a lot of winter going on. Earlier in the week, we talked about stratospheric warming events and how the stratosphere, as it gets warmer during these events, expands because warmer air takes up more volume. And then you see that colder air get pushed off the high latitudes. This are the uh, temperature anomalies way up high in the stratosphere as of late yesterday. This is the forecast in the next 10 days. You see that temperature change? So this is why right at the end of January, into the first two weeks of February, there is going to be a displacement of high latitude cold air further south into the lower latitudes, as you can see that stratospheric warming trend taking place. There's always a delay. It doesn't happen right away. So when we see this in the long term, we really are talking longer term, something that will impact us two, three, four weeks from now. If you look at the 10-day precipitation forecast across the United States, you can see a lot of precipitation. Heaviest there in the east and the southeast, but there's other events of precipitation going on out west as well. And then look at the snowfall over the next 10 days. Deep into the heart of Texas, Arkansas, look how far south the snow is forecasted to get here over the next week and a half getting heavier there into the northeastern parts of the United States as well. So if you're going to be traveling across the country, whether on a plane, train or automobile over the next seven to 10 days, well, there'll be some travel concerns. Wanted to show you a couple of graphics. The National Weather Service out of California put out this map. This shows the precipitation totals from December 26th of the day after Christmas all the way through the 17th of January. Where you see the white colored shading, that is 30 or more inches of moisture form mostly in rain, but the combination, especially in the Sierra here, of melted snow and rain. But if you look at these rainfall totals, I mean, the green is an inch and you're up to 30 inches in the white. So this is a tremendous amount of rain. And then you can look at some of these totals from that December 26th to January 17th timeframe across parts of California. And you can see they're just, I mean, four feet of rain there in Honeydew, California. And if, if you were to put this all together and kind of add up the numbers, what's really amazing, this tweet from the National Weather Service says that the entire state of California averaged 11 and a half inches of rain during that time frame. Someone did the math, 32 trillion gallons of water. How about that? I call that a wet weather pattern. Have yourself a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.